Hi everybody, Johnny Mays here. Welcome to the podcast today. I hope you're ready for another beautiful day in the Lord because, you know, we live with a blessed hope. Amen. But today I'm talking about a living hope. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3 through 9, uh, I'll just read the first five verses. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you, who by God's power are being guarded through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. What a beautiful passage of verses there. First Peter chapter 1, verse 3 through 5. So here we start at the, Peter's, at the beginning of Peter's epistle. And Peter says boldly and, and I rejoyfully, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because of his mercy, according to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope. Born again to a living hope. First of all, this little passage of scripture, this verse tells us something about our past by saying that we have been born again. So what's Peter implying? Well, he's implying that we were born before. We were born the first time, and so we were. Amen? So we were. My first time was February the 21st, 1944. I say that proudly because God has kept me through these 76 years, and I'm blessed. Amen? I was born in Russellville, Alabama, and they took me from that hospital home to Woods Creek there in just about eight or nine miles outside of Hamilton, Alabama. Woods Creek, that's where I'm from. Of course, you can read my story, Leaving Woods Creek, at uh, Amazon.com. Just go there and look up Johnny Mays and Amazon.com and Leaving Woods Creek. My whole story's there. So we were. We were firstborn of the flesh. Only our first birth was not enough. And here... Peter is simply following what he learned from his master, the Lord Jesus Christ. Remember what Jesus said to Nicodemus over in John chapter 3? Truly, truly, Jesus said, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. And Jesus says, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. You see, you had the first birth, amen, but that was not enough. That was your birth according to the flesh, your physical birth. But that was not, would not be enough uh, for you to enter the kingdom of God. According to our first birth, you and I were trapped in our sins, Indeed, in our sinful condition, our fallen sinful nature, which we inherited from our father Adam, that birth will only end in death. 
You need a second birth, a second birth, a whole new life in order to enter the kingdom of God and live forever. You must be born again. And that's what Peter is getting at when he says that we Christians have been born again. He's talking about our spiritual rebirth. And again, this is right in line with what Jesus said. Jesus said you need to be born of the water and the spirit. My dear friends, that's what you need to be born of the water and the spirit. Born of the flesh and then born of the spirit. Amen. You were born again. You were born of the water and the spirit and the spirit working through the creative power word of God. Amen. And through the testimony of your faith in Christ Jesus. Think of what Peter has just said here. He said that it was God who has caused us to be born again. We didn't do it. No, sir. God did it. We were saved by grace through faith. Can you say amen? It wasn't what you did by making your decision for Jesus as though you could cause yourself to be born again. No, God caused us to be born again, and he did it through his life-giving word. In fact, later in the same chapter, Peter will write, You have been born again through the living and abiding word of God. And this word is the good news that has been preached to you. And then in chapter 3, Peter will say, So it is the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ that was preached to you. The name of the triune God that gives baptism, its saving power. This is the gospel word that means that God uses to cause us to be born again. Born again to a living hope. Hallelujah to God. So, this past act in your life, when God caused you to be born again, this has had a profound effect in your life, giving you a living hope. And by this act of God in your life, is is itself based on and connected to the previous act of God in history, namely the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Nothing happens, my friends, for us. Nothing spiritually happens for us. No future hope happens for us. No heaven awaiting happens for us if Jesus does not rise from the dead. Peter says just that. He says that God has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Christ was dead and now he lives and because he lives, I live also. Remember the little song? Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Thank you, Jesus. So there it is. Christ's resurrection from the dead gives substance to the good news. It connects us. Amen. And it forms a basis for our hope of our own resurrection. And with that barrier of sin removed and his gift of righteousness conferred upon us, the power of death was overthrown. And nothing now, there's nothing to block us from God anymore. Things have been put right. Peace with God has been restored. We've been reconciled by the life of Christ. Death has been overthrown. Christ's resurrection, amen, betokens ours. Jesus shares his victory with us. We are connected to Christ and the power of his resurrection. Amen. In our faith toward Christ. So born again to a living hope. This tells us something about our present and our future. 
It means we have a future to look forward to, doesn't it? Something solid, something secure. And this should turn your, turn your fear into joy and, your, and, your, and strength. <laughs> Hallelujah to God. Living hope. Amen. Basically and biblically speaking, hope always has referred to the future because hope looks forward to a bright future. Are you looking forward to a bright future, my friend? Are you believing that God has a great future for you? That's exactly right. He does. And this hope is something more than some merely mild wish. No, it is a firm and sure hope because it's anchored in the promises of God. And there's nothing more certain than the word of God. In fact, St. Peter tells us about this future in our text. He says we have been born again to a living hope. That is to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you. Think about it. An inheritance, that is what you are in line to receive. That God has bequeathed to you a gift, an imperishable gift. Amen. An imperishable inheritance. It doesn't have an expiration date. And it's undefiled inheritance. Nobody can mess with it. Amen. An unfading inheritance is not getting weaker or watered down. And this inheritance is being kept in heaven for you, where it will remain safe and secure. Amen. Bank accounts can go up and down. Investments can fluctuate. Stock markets can crash. But you have an inheritance that you can count on. It's safe and it's secure. And meanwhile, as we wait for that day when we will receive our inheritance, God is active keeping us safe and secure in the faith so that we will make it to that day, strong and unshaken in the midst of many things that would try to tear down our faith. But Peter tells us that by God's power, we are guarded, guarded, glory to God, through this faith for a salvation that's ready to be revealed in the last time. And so in this we rejoice, though now for a little while. If necessary, you have been grieved by various trials, so that the tested genuineness of your faith more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Folks, God is guarding you. He's keeping our faith strong. That living hope gives us strength and joy in the midst of our trials. And Peter says, though you have not seen him, you loved him. And though you do not see him, you believe in him and rejoice with joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory obtaining the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your souls. My friends, let Brother Johnny assure you today that God's word never fails. God can never lie. And his promises are yes and amen. You have been given something rich, something so valuable that there's no price on it. Amen. No price that you and I could pay. But the price was paid. Christ redeemed us. Redeemed us. He bought us back. He paid the price through his precious blood at the cross of Calvary. And in so doing, he has awarded us and rewarded us. Amen. The blessed hope. Amen. That we have in him. So today I encourage you to be filled with joy. To be filled with thanksgiving. Amen. Let your gratitude be expressed in your understanding and in your spirit also. 
because it's a worthy, it's worthy, he's worthy to be praised in Jesus' mighty name. God bless you, my dearly beloveds, and have a great day. Okay.